Welcome to Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. I'm your host, Paul Patton, and here's hoping for at least a couple of grins and maybe one strange amen. Thanks for joining me on my final podcast on peace, the third fruit of the Spirit as described in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. If you missed the previous two podcasts on peace, please take some time to give them a listen. I would welcome your feedback. Christian teacher Charles Swindoll has defined peace as the ability to wait patiently in spite of panic brought on by uncertainty. In this podcast, I'd like to explore this idea a little more and consider how peace is not just a state of mind, but also an ability to achieve that state with a steady and intentional assertiveness that provides an eternal, heavenly context for all of life's uncertainties, griefs, and pains. As mentioned in a previous podcast, peace is the result of an active and healthy conscience, but what I'm suggesting now is that it is also a learned and practiced skill. Have you thought about peace before as a learned and practiced skill? In his letter to the Philippians, chapter 4, verses 4 through 7, the Apostle Paul provides a mini-workshop on how to grow inner peace in your life despite outward circumstances and uncertainties. In the New International Version translation, these verses read like this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. How can he say don't be anxious about anything? Panic and uncertainty, worry and the difficult possibilities of today and especially tomorrow just happens, doesn't it? Isn't it just the natural emotional expression of perceived difficult possibilities? Is the apostle assuming that our anxieties, our worries are something that we can control? Well, Evidently, he is. His mini-workshop from his letter to the Philippians is offering what is meant to be an encouraging word, that we're not defenseless in our struggle with anxiety and our journey toward peace of mind. Remember that this admonition from St. Paul is 2,000 years old, that the distressing habit of anxiety and worry can be changed, and that the ability to change anxiety to peacefulness of mind is an ability developed over time. His own circumstances were often surrounded with difficulties and life-threatening circumstances beyond most of our imaginations. When cursed, he blessed. When persecuted, he endured it. When slandered, he answered kindly. When imprisoned, he and his colleagues sang. It's as if the Apostle is challenging us to cultivate our life garden's most important virtues instead of gorging at the pantry of anxiety and obsession. Of course it's not easy. Of course the process of developing the habits leading to peace of mind are filled with stops and starts. Paul is suggesting to his fellow believers that they can stop the habit of anxiety by beginning new holy habits In this case, prayer and petition. Prayer and petition to God and thanksgiving or gratitude, which can help give meaning to life and provide a context for dealing with all of life's difficult circumstances. 
Paul seems to be saying that any awareness of worry and distress, any anxiety, is to be a trigger toward talking to the God of the universe, reasserting his promised provision, and doing the honest work of praise and thanksgiving. Remember that prayers and petitions can sometimes be complaints about our circumstances. Just read the 150 Psalms of the Bible and you'll find a good percentage of them are complaints about the sources of worries and anxieties. In other words, direct your anxieties to the Lord. Even sing them as laments. This is part of the Apostles' mini-workshop on the cultivation of inner peace. Our words of praise and thanksgiving are mental assertions, sometimes sung, sometimes chanted, sometimes screamed, of the grace-filled order of the universe, that chaos does not have the last word, that God has designed life and love to be purpose-filled and drenched in meaning. Praise to God and thankfulness in Him serve as reaffirmations of the way things are, and provide a profound context for our struggles, and they situate our griefs. They are always invitations to a mindfulness, if you will, a mindfulness that leads to peaceful assurance, and they are necessities in cultivating the ability to wait patiently despite the panic brought on by uncertainty. As our Lord Jesus told his disciples in John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 27, my peace I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. In my next podcast, I talk about the next fruit of the Spirit to be cultivated in life's garden, the great gift and virtuous skill called patience. Thanks for joining me on Soul Stirrings. Mm-hmm.